Friends, longtime loyal listeners, new friends, welcome. Welcome back to Go Help Yourself, a comedy self-help podcast to make life suck less. I am your co-host, Misty Stinnett, and that, that you can clearly see through your ears, is your other co-host, Lisa Linky. And this is the podcast where we read and review a wildly popular or not so popular self-help book, and we tell you the high points, the low points, the picks, the pans, the yays, the absolutely fucking nays, so that you know <laughs> in an hour or less, or maybe a little more, if the book is worth your time. We also cuss, as you may have noticed, self-help is very hardcore, and this is how we speak. So if you've got kids in the car, I apologize for my previous outbursts, and maybe listen to this at a later time. I don't apologize at all. Thank you. I just mean before we give you a heads up. After that, all fucking bets are off. Also, make sure to check out our Tuesday episodes. These are our big, big bad boy Friday episodes. <laughs> Sorry, couldn't say it with a straight face. These are our big what? Friday episodes that are full book reviews. Bad boy Friday beats. Bow, 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 bow. But we also release a second episode every single week. It's called a mini-sode. We lovely call it the... Nope. We lovingly call it the weekly beef. And we do supplemental material. We check in on our homework from the books because we do try to walk the walk and not just talk the talk. And we cover all sorts of other exciting things. So, Lisa, with that, what are you bringing us this week? Oof, Misty and longtime loyal listeners and soon to be longtime loyal listeners, I am bringing you The Boy, the Mole, the Fox, and the Horse by Charlie Maxey. Or Mackesy. I'm not 100% sure. I have not heard of this book. Well, you've been living under a rock, Misty. I really have. It sounds like a children's book. It is not. Um, it is not. But it could be enjoyed by children. Can you, in one sentence, summarize what this book is about? Yes. It is about a boy, a mole, a fox, and a horse on a journey. On a journey? On a journey. Of what? Well, stay tuned to find out. <laughs> oh my God, I'm on the edge of my seat. Wow. Okay, so this book was published in late 2019. Um, its Kindle version is $11.99, but I wouldn't recommend it. The hardcover is $13.59. It's 128 pages. Why do you not recommend the Kindle version? It is a picture book. Um, there are beautiful illustrations. And so I wouldn't want to look at that on my Kindle. I would want to okay. look at it in a beautiful hardcover. This book has 7,500 five-star ratings on Amazon. Oh, my it is God. currently number 47 on their bestseller list for self-help. It was in the 30s last week and is currently the number one bestseller in literary graphic novels. It is a New York Times bestseller. It is a Wall Street Journal bestseller. It is a USA Today bestseller. It is a bestseller. I have really, truly been living under a rock. You were not kidding. Yeah. And my mom picked this up for me. I got it at Christmas for my mom last year, and it was just released late October, or I'm going to say October 2019, but late uh, 2019. And um, it had huge sales because bookstores were very smart to put it next to registers. So my mom was waiting in line at Barnes & Noble. I think that was, she was getting a gift card for our pickle gift. I don't know if you're familiar with a pickle gift. 
What's a pickle gift? So some some families practice this tradition where you hide a tiny pickle ornament in the tree. And then like after all the gifts are opened, whoever finds the pickle first gets the pickle gift. And my mom, it's usually like a candle or nowadays it's a gift card like Amazon or whatever. Is um, this a well-known tradition, a pickle gift? It is. I have, is I've known just like a lot in of your people. family? No, 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 no. Um, I've, oh. I've known a lot of, in fact, Linda probably read about it at a store when she bought the pickle ornament and then like incorporated it. But yeah, I've heard about it from a lot of people. Anyway, you're living under a rock in Florida. You're fine. (laughs) So she was standing in line at, at Barnes and Noble getting a gift card for a gift for somebody. And I think another gift card for pickle gift. And she's just picked it up and started reading it, started crying in line and then bought it for me and gave it to me. Crying of laughter or crying of emotional, emotional tears. So I'm going to read you some reviews about this book um, from Elizabeth Gilbert, who we covered her big magic. She says, the world that I long to inhabit is the one that Charlie Mack... Macasey, it's M-A-C-K-E-S-Y. So Maxie or Macasey has created a world of infinite kindness, wisdom, mutual care, and tenderness, and true love between real friends. My prayer slash hope is that our world will become more like this one. Oh. Now the Philadelphia Yes, the Philadelphia Inquirer said, A lonely boy ambles through the countryside on a spring day, finding companionship, first meeting the mole, then the other animals of the title. As they walk, the new friends talk, wonder, and share their hopes and fears and pose some big questions, dot dot dot, a big hit. That was from the Philadelphia Inquirer, and this last review a delightful treat of a book. If there were classes on how to be a good person, this book would be the textbook. And that, oh. my friend, is the review from Horse Nation. You're welcome. Um, no. <laughs> okay. So, I was waiting for mm-hmm. that one. About the author from his website, which is linked in the show notes. Show notes. It's in the show notes. He's also British, so that's what's happening. Okay, Charlie Maxey was born during a very cold, snowy winter in Northumberland. He seemed to prefer ferreting, drawing cartoons, and swimming in the River Tyne to school. He preferred all these things other than school. It says, this is from his website. He attempted university twice, but left both within a week. He never went to art school, but spent three months in America with a portrait painter where he learned about anatomy and how to deal with bed bugs. Charlie began as a cartoonist for The Spectator and a book illustrator for Oxford University Press before being taken on by galleries. He first exhibited drawings in London, the Parkwalk Gallery, and has since exhibited in galleries in New York, London, and Edinburgh. Uh, Edinburgh, excuse me. And on his website, he has, you can see all of his like lithographs, his paintings, his, it, there's tons of work. He's also like worked with Nelson Mandela on some stuff and he's, oh, wow. he does a lot of really cool work. Wow. Yeah. So I'm going to read you this article about the book in the from the Washington Post. We will link it in show notes. And then I'm going to talk a little bit about the book because it's not that I can't review it, but it's, it, let me read this and then you'll see why. This is how I'm going to choose to do this review. Okay. This is from the Washington Post. Um, and I believe it was January 15, 2020. And the title is How a Surprise Bestseller About Kindness and Vulnerability is Bringing People Together by Nora King. It began on Instagram. About two years ago, Charlie Maxey, an artist in South London, began posting pen and ink drawings about a little boy and his animal friends. One of their earliest appearances in January 2018 was a simple depiction of the child and a mole sitting together, each wrapped in a blanket, looking into each other's eyes. Tales from the Underground, Another Mole Day, I think, read the caption. 
the love began pouring in. One commenter likened the image to Beatrix Potter. Another said, this this is a book emerging, Charlie. October 2019, the book emerged. The Boy, the Mole, the Fox, and the Horse is a collection of loosely linked illustrations about a lonely boy who ambles through the countryside on a spring day finding companionship. As they walk, the new friends talk, wonder, share their hopes and fears, and pose some big questions. What do we do when our hearts hurt? Home isn't always a place, is it? The fox is generally silent. The mole and the horse offer reassurance and wisdom. Often the hardest person to forgive is yourself, says the mole at one point. Maxie describes the book as a small graphic novel of images with conversation over landscape. Reminiscent of the Tao of Pooh and the Giving Tree, it's a sweet tale rendered in swirly black calligraphy and, here and there, strokes of watercolor. Childlike in its simplicity, its messages are universal. It's a book that, as one commenter put it, pairs well with Kleenex and a pad of paper. (laughs) Mm. It's also a big hit. So this is of January. So October, November, December. So in three months, it sold more than a quarter of a million copies in the United States alone. Wow. It's appeared on multiple bestseller lists, was named Book of the Year by British book retailer Waterstones and Barnes and Noble, and is being translated into 17 languages. Wow. Mackesy, as humble as his characters, is pleasantly surprised by this turn of events. Oddly, I had no agenda with the drawings, he said by email. They were just a way of saying what I felt about existence and what I thought was important. His first drawing for the book was inspired by an afternoon he spent with the son of a friend who was climbing a tree and full of questions. The result appears on page five. The boy sits on a branch and asks the mole, what do you want to be when you grow up? The answer, kind. A former children's book illustrator and cartoonist for The Spectator, Mackesy finds himself by happenstance to be a spokesman for uplift in in downtimes. Online, his followers, who include Elizabeth Gilbert and Julia Roberts, share not only their love of his drawings and epigrams, but also their personal stories about illness, fear, worry, and loss. I've been sharing your book with a special someone who is in hospice, writes one reader. She carries your drawings with her. Thank you for making some of her last days so touching and meaningful. I'm crying. Lisa. The book has been read during yoga classes and generated requests for wall prints and tattoos. Magazine has also brought people together over world events. As fires raged in Australia this month, do you remember that? That seems like so long. Yeah, Magazine posted like a, a drawing of his. Ago. Yeah, has posted a drawing of his four characters huddled together above the words "We are with you." It means a lot. You still remember us, one Aussie commented. The image oh. that has sparked the most response, however, is one in which. <laughs> I hate that this dumb book makes me cry. Is what it doesn't sound like a dumb book. It sounds like an amazing book. The image that has sparked the most response, however, is one in which the boy asks, what is the bravest thing you've ever said? And the horse answers, help. Therapists, (gasps) even the British army have asked to use the illustration. He says, the idea of men particularly asking for help and it being a brave thing was something they wanted to promote. He himself has asked for help. Who on earth am I to be doing this? He asks in the early pages of the book. The horse has some advice for him and us. The truth is, everyone is winging it. Maxie relied on his online followers for assistance in developing his narrative. It's a product of all of us, he wrote on Instagram when the first when the book first became a bestseller. The book also grapples with its own fate. Early on, the boy asks the mole, what do you think success is? The reply, to love. Has the actual success of the book changed that answer? Maxie says it is not. The success of the book for me lies not in the sales, but in loving response I've received from so many. It's emphasized for me the truth of that answer. Oh, Lisa. (laughs) Oh, honey. 
I read so many articles about people who were like, this book saved my life. Um, so many <sighs> people have talked about how it um, prevented them from attempting suicide and reached out for help. <sighs> I, I, I was so angry when I saw this book on the list of self-help and I was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> I was like, my mom gave me this book and I didn't read it. And then I was like, I'm going to read it. And of course I found myself crying and Missy, I'm going to show you a couple pictures of it so you can see. Yeah. So it's gorgeous. Like the drawings are gorgeous. This oh, is the cover. wow. Yeah. It's yeah. Really it's beautiful. just really elegant. So, like, there's not a lot of script on each page. There's little drawings and sometimes watercolor. And it all looks like it. Uh, it's funny. I was expecting to see like an illustration and then like type font, you know, like Arial or like Times New Roman, but it's all handwritten. Mm -hmm. They're just gorgeous. So, like, here's another one. It says they're all sitting on top of the horse. And he says, nothing beats kindness, said the horse. It sits quietly beyond all things. Oh, it's really peaceful. It is really peaceful. Like the way and they're then, like nestled on top of each other. It's truly amazing. And then here's this big, beautiful two-page spread. There's a storm coming and there's like this forest and it looks very treacherous. The trees are all bending in the wind. Yeah. Yeah. And the horse says... When the big things feel out of control, focus on what you love right under your nose. I mean, look, objectively, it's just a book full of platitudes. <laughs> it's just a book full of platitudes and like cliches in some sense, you know, mm -hmm. but <laughs> this one makes me laugh so hard. Do you see that? Is it the moon? Asked the boy. It's a teacup stain, said the mole. And where there's tea, there's cake. <laughs> <laughs> the mole loves cake. I just I love that. But even as I was putting it together last night, I was looking for some to show you. And then I started bawling again last night. I don't know why. I don't know why it's so moving, but it is. And I'm not alone in that with the sales, obviously. And yeah. the reviews. And so we're gonna link to his Instagram. You can see some uh of it in show notes too. Well, do you know something that always makes me cry is when I'm talking with my therapist about difficult things mm -hmm. and she says things like, well, it's not always going to feel that way. It's not Those always going to be this hard. Yeah. Or what, what if, would it be okay if overcoming this obstacle was easy? And whenever she says stuff like that, I burst into tears because it feels like stark contrast and relief from the world around us. Like right now, everything feels like the government is literally out to get certain groups of people. We are all struggling so hard with the relentlessness and the mental Olympics that are this pandemic. Yeah. And so to have a book that says that book is kind of going, it's going to be okay. And underneath all of this are these sort of human truths of kindness and empathy and yeah. compassion and like to be reminded that that is in the world I think is so welcome because it's like oh my god we almost forgot it's like finding cool clean drinking water in the desert you're just <laughs> yeah. so happy I just also think like you know how Elizabeth Gilbert, we've talked about this a couple of times about how she thinks ideas are tangible. They're things that live outside of our body. Yeah. And they find us as conduits. So mm -hmm. I just think like this idea just knew that this is very woo woo, but this idea knew that we were going to need this. 
So it came yeah. to him. And I mean, October, like, listen, 2017, 2018, they've not all been peaches, right? But the fact that it yeah. came out at the end of 2019 leading into 2020, I it, think the timing very, is unbelievable. Pressure. Just, yeah. Yeah. So I just feel very grateful that he shared his work online. People supported it. He didn't, you know, oh, no, 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 but really found, you know, and it says in a couple other articles, like it was hard. It was hard to get this published because people were like, is it a picture book? Like it's a 128 page picture. Yeah. But like truly an eight year old, you could read this with your child. I don't know how you'd get through without blubbering, but it's also, you know, like my Grammy would love it if she could still read, you know, like if her eyes were good enough, she would love it. So, and it does remind you a lot of like the Winnie the Pooh characters in a sense. It's a much more abstract drawings and that they're like very circly and swirly. But mm-hmm. um, they almost look like they're, they're rough sketches that then somebody went over and refined a few of the details. Yeah. And like, you know, each each animal has their own characteristic. The fox rarely speaks. And the mole is just like adorable and like, you know. And the horse is just mm. smart. Like, I, I love, I love this book. I would, I, that's my review. You've, you've heard it. I think by now you gotta you know buy this book. You want to buy it. <laughs> <laughs> I want to buy it. And I want to yeah. send some to Nana because she loves drawings and cartoons and illustrations so it. much. She'll love it. I think for people who've lived their life and have suffered through obstacles, We'll look back and see that they employed a lot of these things, you know, and I think it will feel meaningful to them. It feels meaningful to me in the midst of these things to do. And I think it's helpful for kids, you know, to remember that, like, it's going to be shitty, (laughs) 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 but, you know, you can get through it. It also strikes me as one of those books where you can read it as a kid and then read it as a teenager and then read it as an adult. And like, you're still going to get certain things out of all of it. Yeah. Um, and you know what else it reminds me of, Lisa? Hmm. The Great British Bake Off or the yes. Great British Baking Show, so depending soothing. which show you want. Because American reality TV and competition cooking shows is very like high stress and I'm going to destroy you. And like, oh, your souffle fell too bad for you. And then, you know, and all the judges are like, hmm, this was real shitty. Mm -hmm. But then you watch the Great British Baking Show and all the contestants are like, oh, no, your souffle fell. Let's quickly make another one together. And then all the judges are like, good try, darling. And it's just people sort of treating each other with kindness. And I think... I think we're all really craving that. That's really wonderful. So that's The Boy, the Mole, the Fox, and the Horse by Charlie Maccasey. Let me ask you a few quick questions. And we'll link, we will absolutely link to his Instagram page and show notes yes, as well. Yes. Did this book need to be written? Yes. <laughs> I mean, in a sense, no. But I also feel like, got it, it's it's the great British bake-off for the self-help world. <laughs> I love that. And it sounds like even if the Giving Tree and Winnie the Pooh have dabbled in, you know, these concepts before, they weren't taking off or having a resurgence. And this one really hit tree. for some reason. Somebody rewrote it because the Giving Tree, she just gives and gives and gives and gives and gives until she's a stump. Yeah. I haven't actually read it as an adult. Oh, yeah. So. it's She's in desperate. That tree is in desperate needs of boundaries. Somebody needs to put up a fence around her. Maybe that's what she it's about. <laughs> she needs to saw off one of her limbs. No, I can't. And make it into a fence. <laughs> um, was there anything you tried to put into practice from this book? And if so, how did it affect you? You know, it really makes you feel more compassion for yourself immediately. 
Um, mm. And so, of course, you know me because I anthropomorphize everything. So having animals actually talk, fine, I'm done. But <laughs> seeing animals and a young boy try to practice compassion. In fact, that's one of mm. the ones um, that the mole says I love so much. He says, um, they meet the fox and the fox is in a snare. And the mole says, I'm not afraid of you, basically. And the fox is like, if I weren't in the snare, I would eat you. And mm. the mole says, if you stay in that snare, you will die. So the mole chewed through the wire with his tiny teeth. And then he mm-hmm. says to the little boy, one of our greatest freedoms is how we react to things. So not only from the mole's perspective, but then the next picture is the little boy in the mole. It's a two-page spread sitting on a tree in the snow. And the fox has drawn like a tiny little pop, a heart with his paw prints underneath. Oh my God. So I, I just feel like it's, it's, and he Mole also talks about compassion and being kind to yourself. Like, I just think that you can't pick up this book and not feel a sense of compassion. So that I love, and I love right. working on being compassionate to myself because I need it. We all need it. So desperately yep. be kind to yourself. Also, that one page that you showed me makes me feel like it's okay to ask for help. Yeah. Which is not an easy thing for me to do. And I've needed a lot of help lately. So that's tough. Yeah. Do you feel like the author missed anything? I mean, it's hard to say. It's There's not a lot in it. So I feel like Mm -hmm. this is definitely not the end. I'm sure there will be a sequel. Um, Mm -hmm. But what I here's what I like about it. It doesn't try to be anything more than what it is. Mm-hmm. There's no how-to steps of technically, I don't know if it it's self-help, but it does, you know, in the broad genre. But it doesn't try to be anything more than it is in that, like a soothing picture book <laughs> with compassionate I words. That. I would say it sounds like it's a mindful reflection book. And I mm-hmm. think that's absolutely self-help because mindfulness and reflection is all part of it. Yeah. And just a break from the tedium of, yeah. you know, self-improvement is also part of self-help. Yeah. I'm sure like you could do a major deep dive and decide like, who is the id? Who is the ego? Like what are these, each one of these things could represent something different and you could cut it a thousand different ways. It's also just like a mindful, like you're saying, it's a beautiful picture book. Yeah, yeah. 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 So it sounds like this book is probably appropriate for everybody. I think so. I think even somebody who like, I think even if I gave this to my dad, who's like data driven, you know, like yeah. I, I audible gifted him for his birthday, the talking to strangers by Malcolm Gladwell. And he was like, I'm so oh. excited for this because <laughs> I walk three miles every morning and I need something to listen to. And this sounds fascinating. But even right. if I gave him this, he'd be like, that's cute. And then I think if he sat down, he'd be like, oh. you know, like, <laughs> I think it reaches everybody. Last question. Mm-hmm. Any homework for me? I want you to read this book. Okay. I will. I'll buy it. Um, and if you can't, then I, I want you to ask for help. Ask me for help. I, I'm, you know, I'm always happy to help you. Listen, you are my first choice of person to cry to on FaceTime. Same. Every I, time. I mean, I ball to you. I know. We need to write that song instead of, I will run to you. We'll be like, and I will ball to you. Lisa, listen, if this feels like a cryptic review, everybody, a picture is worth a thousand words. And there's a lot of pictures in that book. And we don't have time for all those words. So we say, click on their in show notes right now. 
just a, yes. flick, and, in a, a flick in a press. Flick in a press. And just as a um, kind of a note, we've started linking to bookshop.org, to our mm-hmm. book list in bookshop.org to be fully transparent. Mm-hmm. If you buy from there, we will get a small amount. I don't know what it is yet. We're supposed to receive, mm-hmm. but I, I don't know if and when that kicks in. But we've done that for two reasons. One, to support independent bookstores and two, to stop uh, overworking the warehouse and delivery workers of Amazon for books. Yes, I love that so much because independent bookstores, we need them to survive. I mean, how many businesses have we already seen go under in the pandemic? The restaurant scene of Los Angeles is forever changed. Yeah. And independent bookstores and small businesses. um, So, you know, vote with your dollar. Yeah, they've already, Bookshop has already raised over $5 million for local bookstores. So a portion of your proceeds goes to a local bookstore. This would make a great gift, I think, for a lot of people. I think so, too. A great out-of-the-blue gift, not like waiting for a birthday, but like, hey, it's Tuesday morning. I was going to call it a pandemic present. Excuse me? We just copyrighted that. Don't steal it. Thank you. Yeah, that's ours. Nobody can have it. Lisa, thank you. Thank you for your beautiful display of emotion. Thank you. It felt good to get it out. And to everybody listening... May your compassion and voting with your dollar be abundant. Go Help Yourself, a comedy self-help podcast to make life suck less, was produced by Misty Stinnett, Lisa Linky, and Matt Sav. Our theme song was also written by Matt Sav. He's amazing. <laughs> do you want to get in touch? You do. Email us at gohelpyourselfpodcast at gmail.com. And you know you can also find us on the social medias. Instagram at gohelpyourselfpodcast. Twitter at G-H-Y podcast, or check out our website, gohelpyourselfpodcast.com. And if you liked our podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes to help other people discover our show. It's really the least you can do. And why don't you tell all of your friends? Bye! Bye.